When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. All right, let's get into some of the stuff from yesterday. Let's start with the coaching because I think we've talked about a lot of that. We know Gardner Stein. I have know. notes on this. Yeah. Oh, good. Thank I have notes you. too. Look at that. I rewatched the game last night. By Whoa, way. look Just at putting you. that out there. Okay, good. Yeah. Is um, any benefit of doing it in the morning? It's I was able to rewatch. The yeah. Game. Um. I. I thought that. Look, I, I'm right there with everyone. I thought the game plan was was crazy, and and I I made the same excuses in the Washington game, and I still feel similarly in that I. It's hard to get. Um. It's hard to get two on the coaching when there are four straight three and outs and no one's making plays mm-hmm. and you can't get any sort of rhythm going and all that. But just to come out throwing the ball like that, and, and again, I know we do this all the time, and I understand, but like Garner's not good, and certainly not that good. Miles is good. It's the bread and butter of your offense. Well, I think you're Gardner And again, with thing. Gardner, just get Gardner going a little bit. Like, don't come out and be like, all right, Gardner, sling it around the yard. Like, I just, I, multiple, and, and look, I give him a bit of a pass in the sense that They've done such a great job scheming for Jalen, and they are certainly locked in on that offense and that quarterback and building around him and all that. So I understand you have to completely adjust and change things for Gardner. I just, I was not impressed with the way they went about it. So I think there's a bit of revisionist history there with Gardner in the way that I think we all felt better about Gardner after the Cowboys game. Agree, but not to the point where we were like, oh, Gardner's great. So here's what I did last night, and this is because Kristen was out celebrating uh, New Year's while I had to work. But he, so I went and I, <laughs> I re I rewatched the first I, I rewatched the whole game, but I charted the plays for the whole first. Look half. at you! Wait, it's like you may, you just had to go back to to training camp one yeah, last time. Exactly. So fifteen throws and two runs. You see that on the surface, and you go clearly that's unacceptable, right? But let's look at it and how it actually breaks down. First offensive play of the game, he get Gardner Minshew gets sacked. So now you're in second and sixteen. Maybe you could run it there just because you want to set a mindset of we're going to run the ball. But everyone knows second and 16, not a great running play, right? Third and 16. So then he sacked again for somehow no yards, but he sacked again. So you're in third and 16. Obviously, you're going to pass it there. So the first drive is kind of blown in terms of a running running game because you get sacked twice. Mm-hmm. And on the first play of the game, which puts you in a second and long. Second drive, they come out, a run, a run. So he does come out and try to run the ball. Third and one, they run an RPO. I you can debate that play call. I would have just handed it to the running back. I don't get yeah, the benefit. I agree. There were right? a couple of RPO where it's like, dude, like Gardner's not quick. What but, are we doing but at here? the same time, and I'm not a coach, but just from a simplistic standpoint, you could say that at third and one, the defense is expecting a run. So, you know, maybe you try to do something there. But regardless, that's a play where he should have run it. I thought the middle two drives is where he got pass happy. They come out again, they pass on first and ten, they pass on second and ten, and they pass on third and sixteen after a sack. So I thought that the pass protection really impacted things in two ways. One, it made it hard to pass the ball. But two, it put you into a lot of second, third, and long, which are not advantageous to running. Uh, The next drive, they come out, pass first and 10, pass second and 10, pass on third and three, maybe you run there. And then their final possession with 34 seconds left, they got five plays off, which were all passes, which skews the number a little bit because you're not going to run it with 34 seconds Mm -hmm. if you're trying to pass. So... I think that the 15-2 to two number and the thing about them not running the ball, 
I do think situationally they got into spots where it's not advantageous to run the ball because you're in long, long uh, distances. Now, if you want to say to me, I don't care that it's second and 16, run the ball because maybe you maybe you break one, maybe miles, whatever. I, I don't completely disagree with that. I just know that on second and 16, I'm not sitting there and going, okay, we're going to get a first down by running the ball. I, I totally get that. It's more of a just a uh, a flow, a, a game thing, like where it's like get Gardner going a little bit. Like you're coming out and you're, I mean, like give him a chance to get comfortable in the game, call a play action, run the ball a little bit, maybe run a screen pass, run some short throws. Like yeah. it just felt like they were coming out trying to really like, you know, really go at it with Gardner when it was like, I just didn't feel like it was the smartest way to go about it against against a solid defense. Yeah, you know, so you know? I also and a thought team you were able to run all over last year. And look, to be fair, again, and Jalen's not there. I was just about to say. Yeah. And by the way, with the you didn't hear this on the broadcast too, but when they got stopped on the sneak, the fourth and one, the broadcast, oh, they did <laughs> something that no one's been right. able to do all year. The Eagles had been twenty of twenty-one. Oh my right. god! It's like, what do you think's different? Yeah. But I almost earmuffs one, two, three. Shithead, what do you think's different here? All right. What's the difference between this sneak and the rest of them this year? It was so it's annoying. Also, it was also so, so annoying. It was also so funny watching Gardner do it. Because I do think, and maybe this is just me, and it would make sense if it's just me, that there's part of watching a sneak where you're like, oh, I could do that. You're just mm-hmm. going forward. You watch Gardner do it. You're like, like, no, never. Yeah, maybe it's a little harder than yeah. you think. No, Gar- no, I, Gardner I, I, had, had, for what it's worth, I never thought maybe I could do that. I don't think I I've it. ever seen Jalen get stood up like that wild, on man. a sneak. Yeah. And, Oh, but, maybe but squatting 600 that, pounds has something to, you know, to helping your legs. You know? 100%. But I also thought that play, and overall, the offensive line did not play well. And part of that is on Gardner. He's not good in the pocket. His pocket presence is not Yeah, I think some good. of the, the he, he issues were on him, sometimes. too. Yep. He looks he, lost. He like, looks frenetic. Yes, like, exactly. He never looks comfortable. He looks never like looks Carson comfortable. He does. He looks like Carson. That's a really yeah. good call. Yeah. And it was He's no coincidence that the offensive line was really bad at times when Carson was here, right? But, but, on the flip side... I did not think, actually, I know we're so concerned about Driscoll, and we'll talk about him because I keyed in on him as well, but I did not think Mylotta played well. Mm-hmm. I thought Mylotta got beat, you know, pretty bad a few times, which impacted Gardner. And um, I do think, for what it's worth, when your quarterback gets hit a lot early, you would hope that he wouldn't get rattled by that. But it's not a, the MVP of the league. It's not a top-five quarterback. It is somebody that's a fringe starter, if even a starter in the NFL. And he was rattled. He looked very rattled. And especially coming after after what happened in Dallas where he already looked like he was throwing off his back foot on 80% of the throws. For him to get hit like that, I think it obviously impacted him. And part of it's his blame. His is Part of it is his fault he got hit like that. But another big part of it is my lotto was bad. And Driscoll, although I thought he was better than you could expect, I had him down for two sacks given up. Now it's Cam Jordan, but guess what? Micah Parsons, Bosa, like these guys are coming in the playoffs. So I wouldn't move my Lada, but I don't think you're getting stellar left play tackle out of him right now. Yeah, no, he has. And look, he hasn't been as good this year in general. Yeah. That's been a consistent And that's theme. a big part of the reason of not moving him is, well, he's, you're going to, you know, he's been good at left tackle. Maybe he's even worse at right tackle. But I know, I know yesterday you did not get. Pro Bowl, All Pro, Left Tackle. Out of no, and look, I think that's another reason why you try and maybe overdo it with called runs a little early and stuff like that. Again, this line, you know, is just better run blocking. We know that. We yeah, they've been two, better two at it all year. Two straight yeah. years. That's just what they do best. Lean into that a bit. Get those guys comfortable again. Like, I, I not a, the worst game of all time for Sirianni in second, but I really did think I was I was disappointed with the coaching. Yeah, from it was that not good. For as good as it looked against Dallas, it was as bad against. Yeah, Dallas. absolutely. Yeah. 
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.